Hi everyone, this is Ankit. This is Neera. And welcome again to the Leaving Footprints podcast. On this podcast, we talk to different individuals with a variety of professional backgrounds to provide our listeners with insights into different fields. Hello, so I'm super excited for today's conversation with Alex. So I came across Alex's IG maybe a few years ago because I was super into following radio when I was a fangirl. And he runs a really awesome page where he shows like his adventures with food and his bike rides in the Bay Area. Uh, he currently works as a promotion specialist in radio, and I'm really excited to learn about his career in radio so far. So to begin with, Alex, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your career? So uh, my name's Alex, Alex Harmon. Uh, I, um, I'm a promotion specialist at some of our local radio stations here in the San Francisco Bay Area. I've been working in radio for about seven years now. I started as an intern from college. I worked my way up to street team, ended up becoming, uh, getting more into the office with the promotions department, assistant promotions director with various uh, duties. I ended up, uh, once we came to a different company, ended up growing more with a few other of the radio stations and then grew from there. I'm mostly behind the scenes, but however, I do love to work with the DJs and get on and do stuff with them on air, try to be open to various things. If they want me to voice a commercial, feel free. But for the most part, my role is mostly behind the scenes. Uh, my role is mostly um, the marketing promotions side of the radio business so the like the fun and games the contest mm-hmm. plays mm-hmm. Um, just the merchant the, the station swag the setting up the tents and helping out the street team out with um, various events and our clients um, prior to working in radio uh, prior to working in radio I actually was I went to my com- local community college Chabot College in Hayward which is in the Bay Area mm-hmm. I um, I focused a lot on mass communication. So I took some journalism classes. I took some uh, TV classes, got into radio classes. And then from there, I um, got into radio, working in radio as an intern at 99.7 Now. And then from there, I grew and here I am today. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think I remember you from 99.7 because I used to like really follow them like during One Direction and stuff like that. So it was a fun time. And I was, yeah. uh, I was actually the intern for the night for the night DJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was just a very, it was very, especially at nighttime, it's very active with that, that group of fans, like young, young high schoolers. And just, it's so, (laughs) because I remember being a young person myself, loving radio and uh, calling the DJs or uh, trying, trying to win contests, but I never, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but now it's kind of cool being on the other side of it and uh, just bringing that same joy to the next generation. It's really, it's really fun. Yeah. I was going to say when you were describing what you do, like that's, one of the most important things for me was that experience, like, you know, going to a concert and there's like a booth there with the radio show. And I'm just like, oh, my God, yeah. this is so cool. Like talking to the radio people and you guys always have like contests and stuff. And it's just such an exciting thing. and such an important part of radio, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I always say it's a big part of Bay Area culture, like, yeah. I, like not even just Bay Area culture, but like I think the local radio stations are a part of your local culture. Mm-hmm. Like on there in SoCal, I'm sure the LA stations yeah. are a big part of your L.A. culture. Mm-hmm. It, it's something you could relate to these people that are on the radio or, or your neighbors. It's, and, but we all love music and we all, it brings us all together. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> so you were talking about kind of like the joys of radio. What made you want to get into the field of like communications and radio and like even the marketing aspect, like what kind of like attracted you to that? So uh, for me personally, I'm, I've always been into some kind of mass media I grew, up, I grew up reading the newspaper a lot. My dad was a pressman for one of the local newspapers. So he used to like bring home the newspaper a lot. I got into it and I always like that. I always say I was like my introduction to like mm-hmm. media as a kid. 
And then I always, I also listened to the radio a lot. Like, I didn't have a TV all the time in my room as a kid. So, but the radio was always on. I would listen to the radio. I'd always have it on in the car. You know, the DJs, they become a part of like your lifestyle and your everyday life. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I've also, I've also always been into representing my community and putting out like local, local stuff and spots. And it kind of all comes together when you want to be in marketing and promotions and radio. So it's like, you, you're out there in the streets, you're out there interacting with the people. It all kind of intertwines and comes together a bit. Agreed. And then in yeah. high school, and then as in growing up too, I also volunteered a lot. So um, I, I, I did like a lot, of, a lot of local community stuff and it all kind of, I love how mm-hmm. to today working in radio, it all kind of comes together. Like we, um, we work with various community groups and uh, we put together events and then it all links back to the radio station. Yeah, that's really awesome. I think it's important to, you know, be involved with your community and giving back. And I definitely see how radio helps with that because your community is listening to what you're providing them. So yeah. that's really awesome. Um, I was going to ask you, actually, because I know, like, on your IG, you post a lot about Bay Area spots that you kind of mentioned earlier. Can you tell us a little bit about, like, your platform and how you like how you like to use it, like, to for the better for the community, I guess? So on my social media, uh, it's always kind of had a good theme of my adventures, mm-hmm. local spots, whether it's food or whether it's a good hike spot. Um, I've always liked, it's always been something I love to live the lifestyle of and, and of course use my platform for it. Um, and I try to like, I, I know I'm, I'm from a specific part of the Bay Area, but I try to expand outside of that. Mm-hmm. But with uh, COVID a lot lately, I've been, or COVID and how it affected our economy, right. try to... Um, I try to represent like the more of the local spots, like let's go hit up our local coffee shop. Um, I'll show it off mm-hmm. on Instagram or my social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Get people to come and support them and, and not right. businesses. I, w- I love this. I love another hobby of mine is I love like recreation and getting out, getting on my bike, getting on a hike. And with COVID and how everything has been social distance, that's been very, a, that's been a popular activity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doing and, and putting out those, like, here's a good bike spot. I did a 12-mile bike ride. Check out uh, the spot in Pleasanton. Mm-hmm. Just okay. motivate people to get out there and do our thing. Make, make, make the best out of the situation that we're in. We're not having fun during <laughs> Let's make the best out of it. Yeah, I agree. And, of course, support our local places. Yeah, I completely agree with that because, like, especially with COVID, um, we'll all kind of just have to make best of what we have at this point. And I think it's a great, and I think your platform is a great way to kind of share what you have experienced. And especially with uh, small businesses, a lot of people have suffered like in terms of their finance and everything. So supporting small businesses, especially during this time is like extremely essential. I appreciate that. And um, just, it's just so, there's so many, we're, we're all going through something right now, whether it's your mental health, whether it's uh, your financial situation, whether it's uh, just finding something to do because all your activities that you'd like to do are off the yeah now you got to make the best out of it and I at least with my platform I try to at least help us make the best out of this situation mm-hmm. yeah. so, so, oh, oh um, I was just gonna say and also it all kind of intertwines back to radio or working where I but I do what I do because some of the things we've done during COVID we had a um, platform where we um, set we set up some small businesses give them shout outs and uh, have to give them a platform on our websites that was a big part of we, we have people contribute and it all comes that it's a way that radio plays in the community as well during COVID. Mm-hmm. Just we, we talk about it on the radio, like how to get through things and how to make the best out of situation. Mm-hmm. And um, there's even times when I, some of my adventures, I like this is appropriate for the station social media. I'll post it on this. Mm-hmm. So 
it all comes back it all intertwines somehow yeah I never really like thought about um in the aspect of COVID, like, I think it's a really powerful, not just your platform, but, but also radio with, uh, you know, like, uh, helping small businesses get more recognition. Like, I think that's, that's really amazing that you could be a part of that. Agreed. Yeah. So kind of talking about COVID again, um, radio seems like a field where communication is necessary and moreover, like face-to-face interaction is kind of like essential over there. So how has COVID, I mean, of course, COVID has impacted this aspect of like the face-to-face interaction of COVID. Uh, but has it been difficult to adapt for you and like what changes would you have to make in terms of that? So working at a radio station, like my job's kind of close to like what you would consider like a nine to five office job. Mm-hmm. And we do communicate a lot via email already. But however, we, we as regular communicators, we're very good at communicating with each other in person. Mm-hmm. Right. Getting used to the whole uh, being away from each other kind of vibe was kind of mm-hmm. like hard to get used to. We were, uh, I wasn't personally a Zoomer or a... <laughs> timer yeah I was like getting used to getting used to talking to people virtually was was pretty a learning experience for myself right having to bring my job to my house was mm-hmm. a trippy kind of <laughs> used of working especially in my department we're, we're putting together the events we're putting mm-hmm. the um the contest and a lot of that's a lot of in-person interaction and not having that and having to adapt to virtual ways was a learning experience myself yeah. Um, just um, so yeah just sorry about that that's okay. okay yeah I think definitely like to the point of uh, we have school on zoom like that's that's what it's been like I, I think you mentioned like me and Anke had never met before and it's crazy because the first couple of times I had to join zoom class I had so much anxiety and it's just like such a weird experience but I'm sure like even working it's if you've never really like used zoom or anything it's definitely difficult and then bringing that home like have Mm -hmm. you had like a hard time um kind of turning off work and going back to life i know like since you do a lot of adventures like that also helps with just getting outside of your house and outside of that work kind of vibe oh i will admit working from home has got me to adapt to a new way because Mm -hmm. i live in the east bay and then san francisco is actually across the water and it kind of you have to commute and have a good routine every Mm -hmm. Getting that um, that four hours that I would normally be commuting around yeah. is kind of like I get that four hours back in my life. So it's kind of it has its pros and cons. And I've been using that extra time to maybe get out and go for a walk, get out and do something, rest my mind. Because with everything kind of coming into your house, um, you have to yeah. your uh, little haven. Like you have to find your little getaway sometimes. Because when work comes to your house, it's kind of like whoa, like I need to have divide my time a little more. So my daily routine has changed a whole lot and um, it's just making the best out of it. Yeah, I bet it's uh, maybe nice to not have to commute right now. <laughs> so oh, It's nice. And then when I do commute, like today I did have to come, I did come to work, but um, it's more of a breeze now. It's not yeah. having to get on BART, having to make sure I find parking, make sure uh, I get to, to get to work on time and then, then do it again on the way back. They have to deal with BART delays. And, but then also that was also, but I do miss that was part of my adventures. Yeah. Part of yeah. I made my adventures kind of every day, not so much just the weekend, because I was kind of I was already getting out yeah. to go to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking that also because even just going on Bart is a whole adventure in itself sometimes. So that, I realized that was a good part of my content on <laughs> and even like coming to work and we will we'll talk about it at work, then it may may even be a radio. Like it was just writing Bart every day was something. 
Yeah, actually, that's interesting because I feel like now I don't really have much to talk about, like in general, because I don't leave the house. So with yeah. radio, I'm sure that can be kind of difficult because you kind of talk about your day and what's going on around the world. So but I yeah, think there's but, but, plenty going on around the world. So I mean, we can we can all relate to what's going on right now. And yeah. somehow, so when radio talks about what's going on with COVID and stuff, we're all we all can relate somehow. It's yeah. just same old everyday stuff we were used to. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So I'm not like I think like both Mina and I were kind of like not privy to like what challenges and hurdles you might have faced with a career in the radio. So can you tell us about any hurdles you might have overcome and any instances you're most proud of uh, of your success in the field? So uh, coming up in ra- coming up and trying to get a job in radio, I was going I was going to uh, college and get, trying to get an in- I got an internship, but at the same time I had to work and I had to. Um, take classes so having to do and then having to have a healthy work balance school life was that was kind of a, a struggle because I, I wasn't getting paid as an intern but to make money that you can get to work and also just to live life and pay my bills and do things in general yeah having to get that and then dedicate time to the radio station just to get a job just to get a job on the street yeah. and then from this and then uh just that was kind of a hurdle for myself personally but um I feel like to each its own um, as long as you um, make some healthy work-life school bounce and uh, make, make time for it, you're going to get what you want. And Indeed. I got a job on the street, just being a street teamer, I was proud just to say, oh, I finally got a job at the radio station. Felt good. Like, and then you grow from there. Yeah, that's really yeah. exciting. I think, like, I definitely have a hard time making that balance with school and life. <laughs> so it's really good advice to give to find that balance. <laughs> it's very important. Especially today with modern society and bringing work and school bringing school home mm-hmm. with you and you have to find that healthy work life school yeah. balance and Agreed. if you find that I feel like you can get to what you got to get yeah I think just again to that point like since school is online and at home I cur- I find myself on my desk all day it's just not healthy so I definitely <laughs> recommend finding a balance same here I, I catch myself sitting at my desk all day and then then outside of outside of uh, work stuff I still have to do stuff online like pay your bills online yeah. or um, yeah. check, your, check your emails and your personal life outside of work that's also online so it's more screen time I feel like we're having more screen time yeah. than ever just how you have to find that healthy balance. Yeah, I think it's like extremely important that we all kind of take out time to do things which are not necessarily in front of the screen. Like I've been the past few days, I've been trying to go on walk. So I uh, I live next to campus and like we have a beautiful park in campus. So I've been trying to go to the campus for a walk every day. So it's kind of just important to go outside and get some fresh air because you're not necessarily going to get that every time outside because like if you go to Texas right now at the moment, like things are pretty bad over there. So we don't know what can happen in the next few days. And at least here uh, in California, we were affected by the fires and that was a good yeah. like burden that we were like, oh, we're stuck. We, we, can even, we could barely go outside in general. And now it's kind of taken away from us by mother nature. So yeah. we got to find our right times. Like I, I even I, noticed myself, like I'm like, oh, the sun's about to go down, but I got a little bit of work left, but I got to get out and go for a walk around the block for my mental health sake. And exactly. And I can finish work when I get home, when I just, after I finish that block, block walk. Yeah, I think it's definitely important. Like you're putting your mental health first and that's always like a priority. Like you need to make sure you do something for yourself. And like uh, you mentioned the fires, like I know it was, it, this was like right after I moved, everything was so bad in the Bay Area. 
And I just remember my sister, she really likes going on hikes and it, it helps with her mental health. And mm-hmm. she was just not feeling well, you know, just because you can't go outside. So I definitely agree, like, especially during this time of the pandemic and Zoom, like if you can go outside safely for a walk at some point in the day, it's going to be beneficial for you. Yeah, I totally agree, especially like my job and doing what I do. And I'm a people person. I love interacting with people in person. I love being, I'm not a home, so I like to be out having to shift my whole lifestyle and my career and what I do, what I do for work, even like having to shift all that. That's what that, that does take a toll on your mental health and you have to find ways to have your healthy balance. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. So you kind of spoke about marketing earlier, like you're kind of responsible for the marketing for the radio station and stuff. Can you talk more about that and like how you got into that aspect from like being an intern? So when I was an intern, I, I was, uh, you're, you're mostly working in the studio, but however, any other opportunities you have to kind of make time for it. I, I really loved and enjoyed doing the street team events, like just being out at a concert and talking to people, taking pictures, being the, the radio station street team wise. Um, outside of the DJs, the street team is your face of the radio station. Right. Um, you're at a concert at SAP Center, which is the arena down in San Jose. Um, you're, you see the radio station tent. Oh, look, there goes a 99.7 now. I'm going to go check them out. Let's see what they have to give away. Let's see what, let's see what I can take pictures. Let's see if I can even meet so-and-so, the DJs. Mm-hmm. Um, just being part of that. I love just being part of a brand that are many brands, uh, radio brands that um, just put out for the culture, for the community, um, for the artists, for the fans. It's, it's a fun part of being at the radio station. And marketing and promotions is also like the glue in between programming, which is um, the DJs, the people who kind of make the sound of the radio station. And right. so sales are the people who are the, like, who bring in the clients, the advertisers, the people, uh, you know, when we do a post-up at Metro PCS, for example, Metro PCS is the client, and um, we're, we're representing the radio station at their, at their store. And just being part of that and just how everything kind of comes together is it's such a fun, um, passionate way to um, be part of radio. Yeah, and, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, marketing promotions also is um, a lot of like the branding of the radio station, like the logos, the anything you see that's like out there, like even like the billboards, like being, being like seeing that, like, oh, I was somewhat part of that. Like, it's so cool to, I, I love, I enjoy it. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, uh, it's definitely awesome. Again, like I mentioned earlier, I remember just being excited to see, like, oh, 997's here. Let's go see who's there. And even just having, like, that little community. Like, I knew maybe, like, one or two people who would be there. So it would be super exciting to go and, like, say hi. So And just getting to know people. Like, I love meeting listeners and just... Mm-hmm. You- you meet these people and they follow, they, they, they'll, we follow each other. We will, um, seeing, seeing, seeing some of these listeners that I was in high that are there in high school when I was an intern and now here they are in college or doing adulthood stuff. It's like such, such yeah. the coolest thing. Yeah. And, and even just some of the listeners you'll see in everyday life, like I, there's, there's listeners I see just all the time, like they're I, like, Hey, I, I, but how did I, how do you know them? I met them as a listener at, at a tent setup. Like you never know how you impact or your impact, you, even as a street team, you're still representing the station, you're still representing the brand. You know, you're not the DJ, you know, many of them do become DJs or other bigger roles in the radio station. You're still part of the brand. You're still representing the brand and just being part of that, it makes you feel like you're part of something big. Yeah, honestly, kind of how like I reached out to you and it's kind of just like full circle now from 
mm-hmm. back 99.7 and now I'm doing like this podcast with Anke and I'm just like okay let's let's reach out to Alex and see if he can come on so and then another part of market promotions that I really like too is just it kind of comes comes with a uh, bringing um like like the community stuff I do mm-hmm. or community representation like just doing something like bits with the morning show hey I'm out here at the corner of um of A Street Mission, uh, first one to come find me wins this pair of tickets, like something like that. Like I'm already on community doing what I love and now bringing radio with it, it's it's fun. Yeah, I was actually gonna bring that up. I remember seeing posts, it was like find Alex or something and you would be out there. I think that was a really cool way to engage everyone. So. And, it, and it creates something, uh, you know, I may not be your everyday DJ on the radio, I'm still part of the radio mm-hmm. and still I love how I'm bringing that radio station to that community. And it makes it makes that community, of course, feel rep- represented on the radio. Hey. Yeah. Uh, I think just going off of this, do you have advice from someone who is interested in going into radio or even in like pop culture and music industry? And like following up with that, like where do you think they should start and what kind of mindset do you think they should have to, I guess, find success in the field? I feel like if you want to get into media, radio in general, I highly recommend to take a class or two or take a few classes at your college. Uh, Many colleges do have some kind of a broadcasting, journalism, mass communications classes. Um, It it gives you a good feel of what you're going to expect getting into the industry. Like a lot of the stuff I learned back at Chabot, it came, it reflected back when I was was an intern and beyond. Um, You get a good feel and you develop that mindset that because um, when you when you come in radio, at least in radio, you come as a street teamer. When you're a street hey. teamer, that's kind of like your entry in the door. It, 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 besides an internship, and then from as a street teamer, you can you can block, grow into more into promotions. You can grow into programming. You can even become get into engineering, um, sales. Everyone that does a lot of these roles that you hear that you hear or see or even behind the scenes in radio, mm-hmm. start off as a street teamer. And I just feel like you have that good growth mindset. And always be open to learn. I feel like you'll you'll benefit and get further into the industry. Do you think uh, there's like a certain personality that you should have, or is it like I'm just wondering? Uh, like you know, there's like extroverts, and I'm assuming radio hosts are kind of more extroverted, and then like there's the introverts. Uh, this is just me generalizing, mm-hmm. like you know. So I'm just wondering about that. I feel like if you're going to be on air, of course you should be extroverted because you are you're out there. Mm-hmm. But- the behind the scenes stuff it's a good mixture everybody I feel like everyone kind of has a little bit of an extrovert vibe to them mm-hmm. um, for the most part I feel like you, you, you you'll find your place if, if you take some classes you'll kind of get the vibe and you'll find your place once you grow in the industry and also radio can take you off to other places too it's like you're getting into radio you don't have to just be in radio you can grow and maybe go into more community oriented stuff or go into hey. more other uh, media outlets there's I feel like it's a good avenue to get into that you can even expand and grow your wings into other places. Mm-hmm. So like marketing and like radio and all of this is kind of just, it's a lot of putting yourself out there and kind of just like opening yourself for a lot of like, not to, not necessarily rejection, but like people not necessarily will prom- like uh, receive it the way which you want it all the time. So how did you kind of overcome that aspect of, okay, is this good enough? Is this like, okay, kind of aspect? Um, uh, can you rephrase that again? So, like, a um, lot of radio and like marketing is putting yourself out there and kind of just like opening yourself for a lot of criticism, not necessarily like not rejection as such, but like 
you you don't necessarily expect it to work out the way which you want it to and that's like gotcha. how would how do you kind of tackle that and like kind of uh, like kind of keep your philosophy like keeping yourself positive the entire time for that that's something actually i do think about a lot is what you what you put out there especially with the internet these days what you put out there and when you attach it with your brand you really got to double think before you do anything mm-hmm. yeah thing i do a lot with the radio station too is i contribute a lot with the social media and like um, before I put a post out there, I got to always picture both sides of the picture. Like, is this going to get a good, a lot of good reception? Or is this going to get a lot of bad mixed comments? And then yeah. you have to monitor that and you have to make sure that your brand is not going to go down because you posted something that's very not going to get a lot of good comments. Mm-hmm. So it didn't have the best, best thing. And you're going to post about that. Um, I don't think it's going to get a lot of good feedback. And I really don't want our brand to be affiliated with that let me um, rephrase that or let me post something else. And the same goes with even what you say on the radio, like which, whatever you say, you know, you're representing that at the end of the day, you're representing that brand, that radio station. You don't want that wrong information and uh, it backlashes on either you and or the brand. You got to make sure that you're always kind of on your A game. You got to think twice and think ahead of how things will be perceived. Yeah. And then a lot of them with marketing, you got to think double think twice, like, ooh, would listeners like contests? Would listeners like that um, that perception that we're giving? You always got to make sure you double check and think think twice before you do what you post, say, or do anything with that brand or even your, your own social media. You have to, even with our own social media, we're kind of our own media outlets. So anything put out there, I want to make sure, is this what Alex wants to put out there? And I'm sure that's what you guys do with your social media too. Like, yeah. You're not going to get criticized because everyone's behind a keyboard right now and you know what you're going to get. Yeah, it's kind of important to be aware of like what we put out there and kind of not necessarily censor it, but be careful of the information you're putting out there because privacy is such a huge concern, especially with social media these days. So it's really like if one has to be privy before just putting something out there. Yeah, I was going exactly. to just add, I know we've definitely had conversations about, you know, just kind of being careful of what we're saying and you know like we just want to help people with this podcast so we don't really want you know like we that's what we're trying to put out there um and then just additionally my next question was since this podcast is like a platform for people to learn about others and their career paths uh also additionally I learned from how they fa- uh, deal with their challenges and finding like new ways of thinking uh what is kind of your life philosophy or is there anything you want to put out there in the world for both your own followers and also our podcast listeners? I say this kind of goes with everybody. Like your life's one big adventure or a chapter book and your career is a part of it. Like your career is not everything about you, but it's something that represents you in a way. I feel like if you are, if, as, long, as long as you um, continue to invest in your life in those chapters, I feel like you can only grow from there and always try to be positive and keep things, keep things, invest in yourself positively and you grow from there. That's a really good advice. So, so what are some of the platforms where our listeners can reach out to you for further advice and kind of just like talk to you if they have any more questions? So um, I'm very, I try to be very interactive. I'm, 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 the best way to reach out to me would be like social media. I'm on most platforms, uh, Alex underscore Harmon, which is my first name underscore my last name. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn as well. You can find me on there. I'm sure I can send you guys a link. Um, yeah, we'll share all the links for his social media as well as his LinkedIn on our description. So definitely follow Alex for if you have any more questions for him. 
And if you have any questions getting into radio or you want to just want to be curious about something about the radio station, feel free to reach out, DM me. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very interactive and I love, to, I love to talk about what I do with everybody. So feel free to reach out. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for joining yeah, thank us. Thank you for taking time for this today. Thank you guys. And I appreciate you guys' platform, what you guys are doing for everybody. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you. Have a Bye. good day.